0: Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 7th July, 2023. Our bit today is taken from 1st John chapter 2, verse 15A, which says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Finally, it's Friday, friends, and as always, the shouts of TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, resonate around the world, possibly with a more grateful heart, but less energy in North America after all the exuberant birthday celebrations of the last week. But now that the celebrations are over, it's time to move on, to move on seriously with wisdom and common sense and return our world to a state of goodness and godliness without which we'll just keep slithering down into the bowels of hell? For the evil that's encumbering the world carries a heavy weight, and with each day that evil predominates, the weight increases? And simple logic decrees that our world cannot withstand the ever-increasing weight of sin and evil forever? Now, we all know that it's the duty of Christians Of the christian believer to bring christ and his good news to the world which unfortunately we are not doing at a meaningful rate thus evil and all its negative associates have become ever so prevalent but that negative and unalluring situation can certainly be forestalled stopped in its deadly tracks and our world turned around if we decide to get up and do the job we are placed in this time to do, that is, to be the salt of the earth and light of the world and show the unbelievers the immense value of knowing Christ and living exclusively for Him. Now, yesterday we looked at some scriptures that offer encouragement and show us how to reverse the unwanted situation In which we find ourselves today i want us to look at a few more scriptures that can also help in that monumental but also possible with christ (laughs) us. yes remember the first lesson we must learn and sincerely believe is that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us that is the foundation of the whole process if we don't sincerely believe that then we are wasting our time trying to make a difference. Then the next thing is a scripture we shared yesterday where Paul warned the Romans, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that's Romans 12 2. Oh friends, That's another very important step we need to take in this turnaround situation. We need to stop thinking and acting like the world does and behave like Christ wants us to. Let's also remember that time is of the utmost importance for we don't know when Christ is going to return. But whenever he does, we need to be ready to have as many people as possible ready and waiting for his return and right now, that number is way too small. The Lord has waited, is still waiting for that number to increase, but his patience won't last forever, <laughs> no. As Peter says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us, what? Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief or robber in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. And that's 2 Peter 3, verses 9 to 10. Now that's at the final judgment, friends, not at the rapture of the church. However. We notice a couple things there. First, that the Lord doesn't want any of His creation to perish. Thus, He's given them the choice of salvation, of trusting in Him. But first, we've got to get the word to them so that they can receive it. Secondly, He's holding back the day of reckoning so that as many people as possible can be saved. But one day, Jesus will return for the rapture of the church. And one day he will return for the eventual judging of the world. However, both those climatic uh, sorry. However, both those climactic events will take place without warning, like a thief in the night. Therefore, we need to be in a constant state of readiness for whenever it happens. And that's something we need to make the unbelievers very aware of time is also important that there can be no hemming and hawing and long moments of thinking about being safe but enough wondering friends let's get back to the scriptures that will enable us to renew our minds throw off the old man or old conduct and put on the new man created in righteousness and true holiness as bro paul wrote to the ephesians in Ephesians 4 22 to 24. now john in his first epistle puts it thus love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh that's physical desires and the lust of the eyes personal desires and the pride of life Self interest is not of the Father, but is of the world, and the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And that's first John 2 15 to 17. Now that's something we need to pay much attention to. The world and all therein, all the glitzy, glamorous things that are now holding our rapt attention do pass away but the things of christ and those who live for him don't they last forever now do we want to be amongst the things that pass away or amongst those that live forever that's the question we must all answer on an individual basis and let's hope and pray that many more many or most of us will decide to live forever and then get out there into the fields that are white with the great harvest of unbelievers and begin harvesting them as the Lord of the harvest, Jesus Christ, has decreed we do. Now, let's go to the throne of grace to our Friday chant and lay our anxieties before our most merciful and gracious Creator. All together now, O oh Lord, Thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the confusion and anxiety caused by the pandemic and our many other serious problems? We can't fix them on our own, Lord, so we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. So Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm, the wise guidance to handle the situation properly without further serious setbacks. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to return backsliders to your fall, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the bubbling discontent and dissatisfaction in our land, as a means of restoring faith in you, so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, friends, the next move is in our court. That means do the things that will cause God to answer our prayers in a positive manner. It's the only answer, and we know that. But we don't want to do what God wants us to do. Therefore, we'll suffer whatever the consequences are. Much love. And the postscript for today says, good will always overcome evil, but it must first be set in motion. Yes, good just can't come about so. Somebody must set it in motion, and that's our job. The job of believers in Christ, we need to set good in motion, first in ourselves and our actions, our lives and our speech, so that others will see it and want to come to Jesus. And we pray that we'll get together in harmony and unity before it's too late and live for Jesus so that others will want to come to him. And we pray it in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.